Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of three friends with opinions, theories, and fan castings. This is Geek Speak last week. Thank you guys for coming back. This is another episode of Geek Speak last week. Uh, we are here again with Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having us. Glad to be back. Appreciate awesome. you having us. So twice. Been a while. To, so nice. We had to do it <laughs> twice, right? Yeah, absolutely. This is man. three times. Three yeah, times. Your Once podcast. on you, twice on us. So uh, The collab that won't quit. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for being on again. Um, we did want to do a special episode here on our favorite top three Christmas movies. Um, so we're going to go around the group here. Um, I guess we're going to basically start with uh, hands. So I'll give you, you can give us your honorable mention first and then your number three, and then we'll move on. All right, huh? you ready, hands? You got it. Uh, honorable mention. So I, I was flipping back between my third, uh, my number three in this, but I settled on my honorable mention being the Muppets Christmas Carol. Um, I uh, This is something I, I actually, other than my number one, I make sure I watch this every um, every year with the wife. My uh, my wife, this is probably her favorite Christmas movie. Um, you know, it has Muppets. Yeah, it, yeah, it has the Muppets, some 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 good bangers in it with music. Um, mm-hmm. Michael, Michael Caine, like, mm-hmm. you know, who's still like, I, I don't even know when that was made in the nineties and it looks like he hasn't aged today. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, it, it's same classic story for the Christmas Carol, um, Michael Caine, Scrooge. And, you know, as any Muppet movie does, they just toss random characters in for the Muppets and, <laughs> you know, Rizzo's getting in trouble and, and it, it's it's actually you know I I in terms of Christmas stories I love the story of a Christmas Carol, um, except the Jim Carrey one because it terrifies the shit out of me. Um, it really it gives me legit nightmares. Um, the Willies, yeah. So I can watch that, and I just got the Muppets to fall right back on. So um, yeah, uh, but any again anything Muppets they could put Muppets on on uh, Red Notice, and I'd probably still watch it. <laughs> Um, uh, no, no, for me, <laughs> you're out. No, red notice, uh, never again. Come on, come on, Foz, Fo- Fozzie Bear could be the rock. Yes, I love that. Let's recast me once. Uh, you know what? Yeah, actually, I think he sold me. I think I'm in. That's all I'm <laughs> Ed in hands, just selling me. I'm in. <laughs> I'm writing up, I'm writing up the pitch now for it. So, awesome. um, number three is one I actually, um, you know, I, I a lot of people think I'm weird for liking this movie, but whatever. Uh, Love Actually. Um, I, I love I, that movie. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of people say, Actually. stop laughing. At her. I see you. I see you like cracking up over there. I just um, I know you so well. I could just I could probably I probably would have guessed three of your four choices today. <laughs> yeah, probably. I know you'll you'll probably know what, what number one probably is. Um but uh, yeah, Love Actually is just, you know, one of these, uh, it, it was like one of the first kind of like ensemble cast movies in terms of um, like, you know, once they did it, then it started with dumb movies. Like he's just not that into you and, and they kept going and going and going. Um, but yeah, Love Actually um, has a, a 
big names at the time, like Hugh Grant's in it, um, Alan Rickman, who's, you know, phenomenal and everything. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like six or seven different stories going on. Um, I, I actually saw it, uh, I feel like, a lot later than when it came out, like maybe like five or six years. Um, one of my friends showed it to me and, and actually, like, I kind of, you know, no pun intended, fell in love with it. Um, there's a lot of really cool stories that they have with it. Um, you know, yet Andrew, Andrew Lincoln, who I didn't even know. I only know him in two things, which is this and The Walking Dead. Um, two very different characters. I think that goes for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Yep. Yep. That's it. That's, that's his resume. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's just a, a fun little movie uh, takes place around Christmas time. I think it's like, I think it's pretty much now like three weeks before Christmas until it gets to um, Christmas day. You get uh, Liam Neeson in a movie that's he's not killing anyone. Um, yeah, that, so was that, pretty, that was pretty I, take stuff. I, I know. Yeah. I can't watch yeah. it. Then. It was I, before I, honestly, he acquired like, his particular set of skills. Well, he is his role, so there's that. <laughs> I've seen like, I, like I knew like Liam Neeson, like of course, like existed in the world before Taken, but I don't remember a lot of movies with him. Like I don't feel like I haven't seen it a lot. And then I saw him. I saw like the Taken movies. Then I saw Love Actually. I'm like, dude, like this, like is he gonna kill? Like is he like I? Th- this dude like can take out half this cast, like <laughs> at, with with no problem. And Only he just half? doesn't do it. He just, he just mopes the whole movie. Um. But yeah, I, I think that some of the cast in there, it, it's, you know, it's a British, British humor with, I think, uh, Billy Bob Thornton plays the uh, obnoxious American. So, of oh, course, right. he's the president. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the president. So President Billy Bob Hugh Grant um, as the prime minister, who's fantastic oh, in that what? movie. Yeah, I don't like Hugh Grant, but he's great. He's good in, this. Great in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bill Nighy, who is probably one of my favorite uh, awesome characters movie. in a Christmas movie ever. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a fun little movie. Um I know Harry loves it. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, this is a great time to announce our spinoff of the Geek Speak last week and the Hot Takes crew of Ed and Hands just love actually (laughs) coming, you know, coming coming this season. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Every week we we do a deep dive into a new character. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Love Actually pod. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's just funny that, like, a lot of movies that I really like have gotten a lot of backlash lately, and I don't really know where it comes from. Um, this being one of them, another one like Forrest Gump, like people hate that movie now. And I'm like, why? I don't get it. I don't understand where it's coming from. But like, you know, quote unquote, woke people hate that movie now. And for some reason, this kind of falls into that, too. And I'm like, I mean, not everything in it lands. There's there's obviously um, the one that jumps out to me is the Martin Freeman thing where like, you can't really watch that movie, even though it's a holiday movie, you can't watch it with kids because like they are (laughs) simulating sex the entire time, but it's like their story is like heartwarming because it's them. It's their meat cute and they actually end up falling in love. Um, But yeah, it got this backlash hate lately within the last couple of years. And I don't really understand it because I think, like you said, it's a fun movie. It's, you know, it's, I wouldn't say it's the greatest movie ever, but I think everybody that's in it really, really delivers the role that they're in. Yeah. And, you know, as far as, you know, holiday movies, I think it's up there. I think it's really good. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm like, I think like what one thing I like about it is that, you know, I think the R rating really helps with this because the most holiday movies are, are G, PG, um, PG 13. I think it just adds a little, a little bit to it. And I think it, it kind of works with this, but yeah. I, and, and whoever says Forrest Gump's a bad movie, 
Um, the 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 two on our podcast know me. This is I, I think Forrest Gump is 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 a treasure and should never be touched. <laughs> yeah, I, I just that's never one of your got, Didn't make sense to me, but again, yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, Love Actually is a really good movie. Thanks. I'm, I'm glad I have someone in my in my corner for Forrest Gump <laughs> and Love Actually. So this is just a there win for me tonight. <laughs> um, next we're going to go to Brian. Brian, what is your honorable mention and your number three? Oh. Hi, I'm Brian. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get to introduce myself earlier. So, yeah, we don't exist today, Brian. It's fine. No, <laughs> so. everybody knows who you two are. You but, got uh, the, the foundation, the spine of this podcast. So, so, so ne- next week it's just going to be like, yo, welcome to the podcast. This is, hey, Ed. This is Ed. I didn't introduce myself yeah, we're either. <laughs> we're gonna, I only introduced those guys. We're going to start <laughs> moving on to the, our news for today. Um, I, I had a couple of runners. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> my runner up is, um, something that I watched as a kid and it was like on HBO oh, and man. then I never saw it again, but it always stuck with me. And then I ended up seeing a character from it in like somebody's house, like their, their grandmother had like a stuffed animal of it. And I like lost my mind. And again, none of my friends knew what the fuck I was talking about. Um, it's Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I've never heard anybody react that way to Emmett Otter. <laughs> like nobody, nobody's just won like the lottery. Seen, nobody's ever seen. Like none of my friends knew what it was. Like I saw it as a kid, and then like I'm like 19. And I'm in my friend's grandmother's house, and she's got all these stuffed, all these stuffed animals on the freaking cat. There's, there's a Paddington bear, and there's a. And I'm like, oh shit, it's Emmett Otter, and my and, and, <laughs> and like my friends are like, what, what is Emmett Otter? And I'm like, y'all never seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? So, one day I'm at Fye out here, and it's right there at the register, and I'm like, holy shit. Emmett Otter, and this shit was like five dollars, and I was like, "Okay, it's it's meant to." Be. And I showed it to my kid, and we have watched it every Christmas since. It's really fun. It, it is, really and that's good. one of the reasons why I, I, it's 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 my it's in my it's a runner up, but it's 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 the sentimental value from like my childhood and now their childhood, and their no longer childhood, <laughs> like and. <it's, laughs> We're st- and we're still watching it to this day. And and we also can't say the word barbecue without referencing it. And like every time we hear the word barbecue, we were both we literally both go barbecue. <laughs> we, 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 like we have to. So um it's just such a fun movie. And it's just and I, I love the way it, it gives the feeling of Christmas without even like really referencing Christmas throughout the entire film. And it's just, it's just such a cute, and and then it, when you look at what they did, it's still a marvel to this day. Like the the puppetry that they did for that was just so good, just so good. Um, but yeah, that's my runner up. It's it's and it's just a family favorite. Um, incredible. <laughs> I'm glad everybody else enjoyed it too, because I, I I'm glad to because I was waiting for half of you go what, well, what is yep. what's that. 
and I'd have been like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and like and it would have been, it would have literally been like the next chapter of the story of people what just I- not knowing what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> Whatever's, whatever's more no, focused and undivided story, attention. I don't yeah. want to keep telling it. I don't want to keep adding <laughs> chapters. So when people got all elated because I said Emmett Otter, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> You're amongst friends. Vindication. <laughs> what, whatever can be considered more than undivided attention, you had you had all of it. I was like, sitting there like no. <laughs> all of you. I love you fucking nerds. <laughs> This is a Christmas uh, episode. My number three is uh, my number three is Krampus. That's another. That's another. That's a. That's another one that we watch every year. Um, I was waiting for that to come out for a while because I'm a big fan of Mike Doherty. Um, and his um and and Trick or Treat. So when I heard he was doing a Krampus movie, I was or I was on board. Some people were a little disappointed. I thoroughly enjoyed that fucking movie. I, I watch that like every year. It's so much fun. Like I, I love their Krampus. That, that thing is creepy as all hell. Like the fact that it's like, kind of like basically wearing Santa's face is just, just freaking horrifying. But I, I, and like, you don't ever get to see what it is under there, but you get to see glimpses through. The, and it's just, it's so good. It's just, it's just, it did so much without even even like dropping a, a one drop of blood in that whole like whole movie and that's what it was just so good like i i was like and that actually like adds to it it's a just like the whole thing about him he's just bagging up these people literally yeah. i i just it was oh it was so good it's it, it's terrifying it's hilarious it's just it's it's great social and family commentary it was just it was so good. And it just had some fun characters in it to begin with. Like I loved everybody's arc. I love the father's arc. I, I, I love, I, I love the main kids are, I just, and that ending was just, yeah. yeah. That fake out ending is really, yeah, really it good. was so good. Stuck it's that. Just, uh, I, I was unnerved by that <laughs> at that moment. Like when, when the realization starts hitting everybody's face and you know, I'm just like, yep. yeah. And all of those, uh, all of those creatures are just perfect. I mean, yep. the Jack in the Box is creepy <laughs> as shit. Uh, it's just, yeah, like you said, everything about it is really, really good. And it's, I'm hoping he makes more stuff in the future because he's amazing. Uh, I mean, Same. he did make he, he did make King of Monsters. No, I know that. I'm saying in in other future movies because he's. I, 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 I think he should action. do a Krampus versus Sam movie. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be really cool. I want him to make other like holiday adjacent he's stuff. He's making like, he's making same. Hellraiser. Ooh. He's making the new Hellraiser. Ah. Mm-hmm. That may actually oh. go back to Hellraiser. It's oh. a TV oh. series based on Hellraiser. So oh, okay, one with the female pinhead. I don't know if it's that. I know he's working on the TV series based on Hellraiser. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. That should be interesting. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yes. yes, Krampus is my Krampus is my favorite. Is my number three. Awesome. All right. We're uh, moving on to you, Harry. What do you got? What's your uh, honorable yeah. mention in your number three? Thanks so much. Um, you know, I think Brian was was hitting a good point there talking about, you know, just what movies kind of either stick with you when you're younger or, you know, what do you want to present to your kids, you know, as like timeless classics. And, 
you know, I was talking uh, a little bit off air before we started. Mine, mine feels a little bit nostalgic or classic, I guess, from people my age. I'm in my early 30s, as I like to remind myself every day. <laughs> um, so my my honorable mention is uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, 1993. Uh, it's actually not directed by Tim Burton. It's actually directed by Henry uh, Selleck. Who yep. also did James and the Giant Peach and, and yep. Coraline. Um, so for those of you animation heads out there, um, but obviously written by Tim Burton, presented by Tim Burton. Um, beautiful thing about uh Nightmare Before Christmas that uh I think I enjoy a lot now is when you're when you're watching kids' movies, sometimes they creep up to that hour and 45 minutes to almost two hours and Nightmare Before Christmas is a hard, like 120 minutes. And it's like, and well, not no, 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 no. Yeah, an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, 80 <laughs> minutes. And you're out. Thank you, Greg, for getting my time right. I can't read. Um, but yeah, hard 80 minutes and you're just out. Um, and it's got some bangers on it. You know, um, for those of you who might be uh, living under a rock, uh, you know, the movie is about Jack Skellington. Uh, he's the king of Halloween town. Uh, discovers Christmas Town and attempts to bring Christmas to his home, uh, which causes confusion. Uh, so it's uh, it's definitely one to show the kiddos if you never did. Um, highly recommend it, even if you're an adult, uh, to check it out. I think it's a it's a classic Christmas movie. Um, you know, and that one just came to mind. Watched it when I was younger. Probably was on TV. Um, you know, or you know, one of those videotapes that you just you just have in the house that you just throw in. And just, you know, it's just on around this time of year. So that's my that's my honorable mention um, for that. So awesome. my number th- my number three. Um, now, this one uh, is, I guess, similar to Brian in a way. But I don't know. Have you guys ever seen the film Rare Exports? I have. It's a fantastic movie. All right. Nice. I've heard of it. Okay. I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm yeah. a big fan of Christmas horror. So I. Yeah. Right up the alley. It, yeah. So. So that the, it, it kind of has some some Krampus elements. I, I don't remember if the word because I saw it, I think, in 2010. It was one of those niche movies that, you know, you go to, a, you know, your independent theaters I like to go to. And uh, it's like, hey, you know, this film Rare Exports. Oh, it's like a horror, you know, Christmas movie um, came out in 2010. Um, it's in like the Finnish. It's it, it's filmed in Norway, but it's spoken in Finnish. So that kind of Scandinavian uh, you know, if you're into that, um, read subtitles, folks. It's uh, it's beneficial to all, um, you know, re- watch movies with subtitles. A big advocate for that. Um, but, yeah, it takes place in the mountains and it's like this small mountain town. And they discover like there was these people working on this mountain and going deep into it. And, you know, they kind of discovered a secret, but they stopped working. And like the this small town kind of investigates it um, and it's time to dig it up and. Um, you know, the tagline is like this Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. And the way they say Santa Claus, it's like really cool. I can't describe it <laughs> or do it properly, um, but it's really cool. Uh, but yeah, if you're looking for a different type of Christmas movie, kind of like how Brian had alluded to with Krampus, this is another one that might be off the beaten track that not a lot of people have seen, which is usually my bag. I like to present those to people. Um, but yeah, Rare Exports 2010. That's my number three. Awesome. Thanks. I was, that's a really good movie. Good job. Um, moving on to Tone. <laughs> me. Oh, let me get a stretch here. Oh, he's getting into it. He's getting ready. All right. So my honorable mention is a movie called Anna and the Apocalypse. I have not watched that, but it's on my list. It is a musical set during 
a zombie apocalypse that takes place during Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So you take all these different things, you put them together. It's a lot of fun. It's not the best zombie movie, but it's just a fun like and it takes I think it's uh, in the UK that it takes place in. So it's like that you have like a zombie apocalypse happening. It's during Christmas, so everything looks nice and she's She's beating zombies with this candy cane, like giant candy cane. It's a lot of fun. I definitely recommend it if you're into musicals at all. Like, go check this movie out. It's one that I found, like, the one day me and my friend were just like, oh, let's go watch, see what kind of crazy musicals we can find, because we like Repo, the genetic opera, and uh, stuff like that. So um, we wanted to look for something along those lines, and we found Anna and the Apocalypse. There's fun songs, good stuff. The music's, it's okay. It's not the best musical either, but it's a fun one. Like I said, it's more about having fun and having that experience. Um, uh, my number three uh, was already on Hans's list. And something that, just like him, I went back and forth. Uh, number three is A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. I love that movie. <laughs> like that's one of my... Ones I watch every year since I was a kid, since it came out. And I remember, like, that's the movie I watch while I wrap gifts, usually. <laughs> so I'll have that on in the background while I'm wrapping gifts, because I hate wrapping gifts. So at least I have some good music and characters to keep me company. Uh, like you said, the music in that is great. Uh, I can hear it only one more sleep till Christmas. Like, love that. And I love the little... <laughs> the the meme i put that put that meme up every year the night before uh on christmas eve so yeah i mean hands already covered a lot of this stuff but yeah i love it i don't that's my number three gonzo as the omniscient narrator is just my favorite part of that movie yeah it's great that's that's literally my favorite part of that movie (laughs) i it's it's in my top three of three versions of that story. Mm-hmm. That is like, so yeah, no, because I, I I agree it's a fantastic version. But Gonzo and Rizzo in that movie are just, just yeah, <laughs> that's why I watch that movie. Like, it's, it's like, I'm not watching it for, for Christmas Carol. I'm watching it for the narrator and Rizzo. <laughs> All right, uh, we're moving on to Greg. Greg, what is your honorable mention and your number three, buddy? Yeah, so just to preface this, uh, I was telling a couple of the guys uh, prior to the pod starting, my list is the basic bitch list. So <laughs> there's going to be some some hits on here, but it's my fucking list. And these are perennials. So here we go. Get your, star- get your Starbucks in your Ugg boots. Yeah, exactly. My Ugg boots. Uh, so my honorable mention is Home Alone from 1990 uh directed by chris columbus and written by john hughes um it's wild to me i you know i don't know macaulay calkin's exact age but like for him to be so damn precocious and charismatic at his age is just it's wild and the fact that he i mean I don't want to say he carries the movie because the movie is well written, um, but he he certainly shoulders a lot of it being the lead actor and being home alone. <laughs> so he does just such a wonderful job with it. And then you sprinkle in all these other you know great actors like Catherine O'Hara and Joe Pesci and John Candy's got an appearance in there. 
And it's just, it, it's this yep. wonderful Christmas movie. It's got Christmas values and a, a good message about, you know, not uh, taking your family for granted and things of that nature. It's got fun. Uh, it's funny. It's violent. <laughs> Kevin is Kevin is not the kid for or not the guy that grows up to be uh, saw, but I can see why people make that comparison. Popular yeah, right. internet conspiracy theory there. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I just Home Alone is is uh, really good. Not not quite good enough to make my final list, but it deserves an honorable mention for sure. Awesome. Uh, my number three is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This is the live action uh, version from 2000, directed by Ron Howard, starring Jim Carrey. And uh, you've also got Jeffrey Tambor in there and uh, Christine Baranski. Uh, Christine Baranski does a tremendous job. I just I, I really, you know, I like the original. I haven't seen the new CG version with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, but um. I really love Jim Carrey's performance in this. He he embodies the Grinch and it's everything, all the set design and the visual aspects of it is just like you are there in Who Town. Like Ron Howard did a, a tremendous job in uh, getting that feeling of, of living uh, a Susian, living in a Susian world. Um, and I just, I absolutely love it. I love that they dive into the Grinch's backstory and we see him as a kid and why he grows up to be the way he is. Uh, Max's dog is tremendous. And Cindy Lou, who you got to be a heartless bastard if you don't give a <laughs> care about her. Um, so, yeah, I just, I think they really knocked it out of the park with this movie. I mean, you know, Dr. Seuss interpretation going into live action, there could be a lot that goes wrong with that. It could just come off super corny and, and cheese yeah, and all that stuff. Cat in the hat. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looking at you, Mike Myers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, how the Grinch stole Christmas. I, I think they did a a wonderful job with, and my heart grew three sizes after that. <laughs> Side note: Christine Baranski in that movie is super duper hot. I don't know. I don't know if it's the who knows. I don't know what it is. She's so hot in that movie; it's ridiculous. And. It's just one of my things. I don't know. Yeah, no, I uh, I concur on that statement. <laughs> I will agree. We just watched that. And every time she was on screen, I was like, it's the hottest who in Whoville. <laughs> <laughs> this will this will add to the creepiness. But when she's on the roof shooting the machine gun with the lights, it's I'm just like, all right, I got to chill the fuck out. <laughs> all right. Ed. Can I invite her over some for some roast beast? <laughs> yes, absolutely. She can have the first uh, can of Whoham. Who hash? Yeah, great, great movie and good pick. People, those kids in Whoville are a bunch of assholes. Like, <laughs> always singing and whatnot. Yeah, they're like, I remember the cartoon and then they like dig into it. You're like, these little pricks, like <laughs> a bunch of little assholes. The Grinch had a point. Yeah, he did Grinch was right. Get the mug. Just, just left them alone. He was fine. Um, that brings it back to me. Uh, for my honorable mention, I went with another, like you said, Greg, a perennial. Um, and there's a few others that are, you know, uh, more traditional ones on my list. But the first one, as my honorable mention, a Christmas story. I every Christmas I have to watch it. I love it. It's one of those things that's kind of ingrained in you because it's on TBS all day, every day, uh, the day before and the day of Christmas. Um, so growing up, it was always on. And it's one of those movies that like it's 
the narrator is great. It's actually the guy who wrote the book. Um, and the, it's funny because when I was younger, I always liked Ralphie. But now being an adult, it's kind of like the, the Goldbergs for me. The parents are much funnier in this movie now to me, um, especially the father. Um, he is just... <laughs> great every time something breaks he's like son of a and then he's running down the steps and then he's yelling at the dogs i mean it's it's a great comedic performance and uh i think he's great in it obviously there's so many quotable things and you know everybody's seen this movie the kid sticking his tongue to the uh to the pole obviously um but it's just one of those movies Um, and then you realize that Ralphie's a really terrible friend because he leaves him in a lot of bad situations in this movie. Flick is <laughs> Flick is a, a victim. It's a shame. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those movies I, we watch every year and I just really, really enjoy it. Um, the ending, especially. Uh, I really, really like when the dad's sitting on after what is, I assume is a few hours he's sitting on the couch and he just says, oh, there's another one behind the behind the desk over there. Go pick that up. And it's the the gun he's been waiting for. Obviously, he shoots his eye out. But it's just uh, it's just like one of those things where it gave a kid hope. As I was young, I was like, oh, maybe I will get the thing I actually want. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my honorable mention. And my actual number three is uh, the most Christmas movie on earth, Die Hard. Um, it's not Christmas until <laughs> until my man falls off the Nakatomi Tower. I was going to wear that shirt today, but I didn't. Because um, you wore it on Friday. I did wear it on Friday. You're absolutely right. Um, just, yes, it's set at Christmas. It's not a quote-unquote Christmas movie, but it's a movie it's I watch every Christmas movie. and I love. Um, not too much but, to say about it. Everybody's seen this movie. Obviously, it's a terrific movie. Um, but, yeah, Hans, boy. Let the record show Hans has a shit-eating grin on his Hans face because face he is eating this time. It's just like, <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you were. Huh. Yeah, I know your last huh. name is is the hands in your name, but I, I'm assuming you call yourself hands because you want to be like him. Exactly. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's hands. Exact reason. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> that is. Uh, it's just that's, so good. Man. That's the that's that that's that movie with Jean Claude Van Damme in it, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, he. Yep. And Steven Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal comes in Seagal. called the Expendables. Um, <laughs> yes. I don't think I've ever seen this Die Hard. Uh, you'll love it. They actually made a few of them. They made like they made like ten of them. They're all great. Every one of them, just a masterpiece. Um, yeah, Die Hard is my number three. I uh, just love it. It's one of those I have to watch every single year. Um, so yeah, we'll go back to you. Uh, hands, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I'm just going to uh, go back and just say that we'll be visiting Die Hard a little bit later. Um, but my number two is Trading Places. Um, yes. Which nice. you could actually consider that like a, like a Christmas break movie because it ends on New Year's. Um, Happy New Year. Happy <laughs> Merry New Year. Um, this is uh, this is the you first Eddie, time. This is, <laughs> this is the first Eddie Mur- Murphy movie that I saw. Um, like, I think like. I forget what year it came out, but like, but I, I just remember like seeing my dad showed me this, um, like many, many years ago in the nineties. Um, it's, it's honestly like, I've probably quoted that movie more than I, I actually even to the point where I like don't even realize it anymore. Um, 
has some of the funny, like I, I honestly, that's the one movie at the end. I really don't understand shit about stocks. And I, do, I still, I've seen that movie at least 50 times. I'm not, and no exaggeration. I don't know what happens at the end of that movie for them to become rich. I don't need to know. Cause it's funny as shit. Um, but I pray I, for I, Chris's son since Chris doesn't know anything about stocks. I don't know. I don't know shit about stock market. I like, I'll never go to wall street and start like, like acting like I know what I'm, hi, I'm low, doing. So high. Yeah. Like yeah. I just buy they, pork like, bellies. I, That's all you need to know. Buy pork. pork ba- yeah. And like, yeah, and do some like insider trading stuff. You're fine. Um, <laughs> but just find like, just find like the two oldest guys in the room and screw them over. Um, but it, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's got some, uh, who's that? It's a Dan Aykroyd's in it. Um, the guy, I still don't know his name. I, and I say the guy from um, Indiana Jones. Um, he's the butler. Oh, he's yeah. Mar- uh, um, Marcus. Uh, Marcus from Indiana Jones. Um, Marcus Brody. Why yeah, am I forgetting his Brody. Name? Yeah, I'll and Home Elliot. Yes, that's and Home Elliot. Yes. Thank you, Brian. Um, uh, it just it's some of the scenes. It's it just it's so it's so insane to like just imagine that like, and I I honestly believe at some like that this does happen in real life where like people are that sick and they play games to For like try and like just fuck with people's life. Um, yeah. I, I think that. I, I think that they like when they start, when they switch and, you know, trade places, I think they like, they do so well at acting at each different like scenario that they're in. Like when Eddie Murphy like acts rich, like after he gets used to it, like he's so like, he's so funny in the role and da- and Dan Aykroyd plays like a, a legit crazy person, poor person. And to the point where he like dresses up like guess Santa and hides a, a fish in his beard. Um, <laughs> it, it's just, I, I I will watch this at like I, I've tried to get my wife to watch it, but she won't. She won't. Um, I don't know why. But um, the one I've I've told like the, I don't even know the whole joke because they don't explain it. My favorite joke ever in a movie is when they're talking at the dinner table and the guy's like, "Look at that big S," and he's like, "And another big S." He's like, and I said, well, honey, look at that S car go. And I'm like, that's just like such like a typical like rich person joke that <laughs> I think it's so stupid that I've used that like actual like conversation. And, you know, people just stare at me. Um, but I, I just I, I think like the chemistry between Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd is, is so good in this movie. And again, I don't the, I think the ending of the 15 minutes, the last 15 minutes is so bizarre and so crazy that I don't need to understand it. So. <laughs> And you know the characters come characters come back and uh, coming to America, which is a, a yeah. nice little uh, cameo. So, yeah, didn't it's, even uh, mention Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, oh, um, phenomenal. I forgot about her. Yeah, she's a a, a, a prostitute turned um, just like with a heart a, of gold, like basically a heart of gold, and becomes a millionaire by the end of the movie. So, um, <laughs> you know, don't don't turn away your dreams. So. <laughs> There's so many good parts of that movie, man. The, the part when he Eddie Murphy actually gets rich and he brings people back to his house to party, oh, yeah. and he just looks yeah. around. And he's like, "Get the fuck out!" And he just yeah, yeah. out. It's so funny. Um, he's like, like, like breaking stuff. What's he say? He's like, finally, he's like, "Who's putting that coals on my floor?" <laughs> That's so like, good. This Persian, this Persian vase, it's Persian, <laughs> and they just like don't care. And that's oh, another man. one. I like you said. I quote it all the time. Somebody yeah. will say something and that they don't understand. I was like, what is he, ignorant? <laughs> Nobody knows I'm talking. Half the people don't know what I'm talking about. But every once in a while, yeah. somebody's like, oh, I know that. And I'm like, yes, you're yeah. my person. Absolutely love Trading Places. That could be a New Year's movie, movie, too, if they have them. There's two of them. 
Trading places and New Year's Day. Awesome. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah, that's my number two. Awesome. I like um, it. Brian, that's up to you. You're number two. Um, my number two is <clears throat> a, a sappy little ditty called Polar Express. Uh-uh. Um, again, this is just one of those movies that, and I, it came out, I was an adult when it came out. Um, but I have a thing for animation anyway. So when I saw it, and you know, at the time, that was like the most realistic looking animation for people, and you'd seen on T, and I was just like, okay, so it looks amazing. And then, um, my my kid's mother um, told me she grew they grew, uh, she grew up on the book, so like I had to get I got them a copy of the book with the bell and everything else, and I looked through the book before I saw the movie and. Oh, well, no, I mean, I looked through the book after I saw the movie and I, I was blown away about how well they had like represented the art that was in that book on that screen. I also didn't realize that that was that. Uh, it was such an older book, too. So it was just like it, it was just it was just a fantastic movie. I, I just I loved the song. I well, I, yeah, I loved the songs in it. I loved the message which was basically just, you know, you, you need to believe in something. And I, I, I just, I was blown away with the animation and uh, the characters were just fun. The kids were just adorable. Um, I, 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 (laughs) to this day, when I watch it with, with uh, Jacinda, like we're, we're still constantly asking questions like, so how do those tablecloths work again? (laughs) <laughs> like I like like, like, like I'm, I'm still lost at how they just like and you know what the scariest part is is that like it took me years to even notice that like I don't I yeah. did not notice that like the first two or three times that I saw that movie it was like the fourth or fifth time that I saw that movie that I was like wait hold, hold up they just threw the tablecloths on the air like I was like wait there was tables there before in my head I swear to God there was tables there was tables there and. <laughs> How long has it been like that? Like, it's just because you get so caught up in that, in that scene, you get so caught up in the musical number that like, again, just the fact that this is all motion captured and this is all, and it's all performance captured and it's all, it's, but again, it's beautiful to look at. It's just, it's just such a fun movie. And then the, the end gets you with that, with the message that they were trying to get to you with at the, like, throughout the entire film like if you weren't getting it if you were like completely oblivious because you were just oh this is a great movie and they get to you to the end like oh by the way there was a message here and it's like and and if you weren't paying attention and then you watch it again he goes holy crap they were telling me this the whole time it's just like it's so well done i just it it to me it's a it's a modern christmas masterpiece for an for an animated film because it embodies so much without without being too again too heavy-handed about Christmas itself or like what does it mean? It's it's more about the spirit. Yeah. And I and that's what and that's what I really like. Like the fact that like the whole thing hinging on this kid can't hear the he couldn't even hear the bell. 
until he like he needed the vindication to see and i was like no 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 it's not about seeing it's believing and and i and i really 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 liked that message and the way they presented it so uh yeah that's why that's my number two yeah hanks and zemeckis you can't really go wrong there they those guys very rarely miss um but yeah really good movie um i've only seen it a handful of times it's not like one of those ones I come back to each year, but maybe I'll have to change that. We still have a few days left before Christmas here. Um, good pick. Uh, you're up next, Harry. What, what is your number two, buddy? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just every time Brian talks, it's always so sentimental and warm. I love it. I, I just, <laughs> Brian, you could, you could go on if you want about a uh, Polar Express, <laughs> but um, we did learn one thing this podcast, if we've learned anything, is that Chris, not a fan of the 1987 classic Wall Street starring Charlie Sheen and Michael Douglas, also. <laughs> A fan of the 2013 film The Wolf of Wall Street. So, oh, I love fan. Wolf of Wall Street. I still don't understand. I don't. I don't understand. Still don't understand shit about stocks, and actually probably understand more about stocks from Wolf of Wall Street of what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody, if, if any listeners out there, um, you know, want to reach out to Hands, um, they can find him. He'll stock he'll leave tips. The socials yeah, I'll give you stock tips. Stock tips. Yeah. Yeah, concentrated. Bitcoin, on I heard, is pretty now. cool. So, um, it's very I'll, we'll, I'll discuss bull stocks. Uh, NFTs, you know NASDAQ. about those? <laughs> bull stocks, I don't bear stocks, whatever, <laughs> whatever kind of goddamn animal stocks there are. But yeah, uh, personally, I like goose stocks. Goose stocks. <laughs> so, for my number two, um, it's actually funny. Again, I just love me and Hanratty's connection is I know what his number one is, and I, I sure he's going to know what my number one is based off of our experiences in life together. So I'll ask him before I do my number one. But my number two is, is uh, Greg's actually number three. I think he said, Greg, uh, How mm-hmm. the Grinch Sold Christmas in 2000. Um you know, directed by Ron Howard, which is something when I was uh, a 12-year-old kid, I said, sure. Um but uh, it's funny to see that now and you kind of see the production level, as Greg was saying, where how well done this was as an adaptation. Um, Jim Carrey, just classic Grinch, hard to kind of see the Grinch any other way, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, we talk about, you know, memories, you know, and Christmas for me is is definitely a childhood thing. I think I've become more Grinchy as I've gotten older. Um, I think that also hurts that I've worked in retail. Um, you know, working at a movie theater and uh, seeing the people you have to deal with during the holidays is uh, is always fun. You know who you are, people. You know who you are. Just turn <laughs> it down. Yeah. Nice to your people this holiday season. Um, or so, anytime. Uh, yeah, or anytime. Yeah, just just yeah. any day. Maybe on a really easy Thursday. to be nice to people. I don't yeah, know why. Just say just say no worries. I can wait. Or you know, thanks for your time. Um, but I just <laughs> remember being being twelve or thirteen years old and just laughing in the theater, laughing my head off. Um, especially during the scene when Jim Carrey's driving the car and it's going to explode. And then he does like the slow runaway. And it's just, uh, that had me rolling in the theater. Um, and it's just, it's funny how you remember those things so vividly. And just, I just, I think I was, I might've been the only one laughing like that hard. Um, you know, um, I was probably that annoying kid in the theater that I was like, shut up. Um, (laughs) But uh, but yeah, it's a classic. You know, Greg mentioned a lot of the the points on it, and uh, yeah, great movie. Always try to return to it at least once during the holiday season, and just you know, it's you know, for me, the, the my top three is like, hey, if this there's a scene on for it, I'll, I'll stop and uh, you know, watch or if it's on, you know, one of the channels as you're flicking through. But yeah, number two, awesome. All right, that brings us to you, Tone. What do you got, buddy? 
All right. My number two was actually on Ed's Thanksgiving movie list. Ooh, the Ooh. Eternals. I won't say. It's Eternals. <laughs> yeah, it's Eternals. Yeah. You know, that's a great Christmas movie. No, it was uh, The Wreck. Yes. Excellent movie. Uh, great starring Dennis, Dennis Leary, Kevin Spacey. Also, something I didn't know, it's J.K. Simmons' film debut. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yep. Did not know that. I was just looking stuff up about it, and I was like, oh, shit, that's kind of cool. That's really cool. Uh, I love, like, when we talked about it during Thanksgiving, like, I love this movie. It's not for kids at all. There's a lot of fucks in this movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Dennis Leary, if you know his comedy at all, like, you know what you're getting into. Um, but the basic premise is he's a burglar that takes this family hostage on Christmas Eve. And then they have to, he has to deal with their family coming in from out of town and dealing with all that stuff. He poses as their, uh, their marriage counselor (laughs) who is Dr. Wong. You don't look like a Wong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my mother was Chinese and your father. Wasn't that's <laughs> great line? Like, oh, and the the Murray line when he's calling him at the bar, is there a worthless piece of shit named Murray Gussie? Gussie that's me. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Are you, have you been drinking? And he goes no, and pushes the drink away from him. Is the funny, <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's such a funny, just fun movie. And like, there's the whole thing, like. Uh, the two parents in the movie are thinking about getting divorced because they have a very bad relationship up to that point. But during this night of dealing with this guy that has them hostage and their kid coming home from military school, like they kind of band together against the in-laws and everything. And it's it's a good movie. I, I like it a lot. That's great. Love it. Yeah. That's One of my a favorites. classic. One of my absolute favorites. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, that goes to uh, Greg. You're up next. What's your number two? Yeah. So uh, my number two is kind of funny. Hair. I feel like you and I are a little simpatico here because. Uh, my, yeah. My number two is your honorable mention. And that is the nightmare before Christmas from 1993. Um, as Harry mentioned, directed by Henry Selleck. Um, just man. It's crazy to think that this movie is almost 30 years old. First of all, that's Mm -hmm. disgusting to me. Um, (laughs) But, you know, long before Hot Topic co-opted Jack and Sally and slapped them on every bit of merchandise you'll ever imagine. uh, This movie was a classic. Uh, I don't think it got a lot of love initially at the box office, but that's kind of shocking to me with it being. Not not just a holiday movie, but a double holiday movie. (laughs) Yeah, it fits for Halloween or Christmas. Um, And I mean, it's just it's so awesome. Again, almost 30 years later and the stop motion animation still stands up. It doesn't look wonky or dated or anything like that. Um, The voice acting is tremendous. The songs still slap. Um, And if in case anybody's never heard it, they did a. an album i think it was called nightmare revisited uh where they did remixes of all of these songs yeah you got people like amy lee from evanescence and marilyn manson and a couple others so um definitely check that out but the movie itself yeah just absolutely tremendous it's uh you know it's got 
a good feel behind it and and a good message, but it's tinged with that twisted Tim Burton horror landscape. Uh, the character designs are just unique, and the characters themselves are, even though you know, grotesque and scary. Uh, they've they've got warm hearts behind them. Uh, it's no surprise to me that it spawned such success and became a cult hit further down the line. Uh, I just wish it kind of had that recognition initially, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's another go-to holiday classic for me. It's, awesome. Uh, you know, they perform that like every year live, like Danny Elfman yep. uh, gets like as much of the cast together as he can and whoever he yeah. can't get, he fills with like guest role, all guest singers and they perform it live. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't seen a full show of it, but I've seen a couple recordings of various songs on YouTube. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's spectacular. We uh, went a few years ago, we went to Disney World uh, right the week before Halloween, and they decorate the whole place for uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas. <clears throat> and it's a spectacle. I mean, they go all out with this stuff, and then there's a parade or, or towards the end of the night, I think it's around 9 or 10 o'clock. And they have all the characters and all the music playing. It's really, really cool. It's uh, it's definitely a great uh, Halloween and Christmas movie, like you said. Talking about the music too, like it, um, I'm not a big Christmas guy myself, uh, but I do have a Christmas playlist. Uh, some songs I've added from your guys' list a couple episodes ago, but wow. uh, one of mine that just always like it, it cannot help but get you in the mood is. What's this? When Jack goes yeah. to Christmas Town, like that, yeah. What's this? What's this? Da, 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 da. Uh, you da, cannot da. help but get peppy with when you hear that song. It's like just that sense of wonder and excitement and joy. So I don't know. I could go on all night about the Nightmare Before Christmas, but absolutely <laughs> fantastic. I love it. You should just- look up um, Pentatonix's version of Making Christmas. Ooh, I will do that tonight. I promise you. And just to go <laughs> off uh, what Brian was saying about the concerts every year, they had they did it this year and they had Billie Eilish uh, performing Sally's song. Oh, fucking wow. amazing. If they ever great. redo this movie in any way, she needs to play Sally. Wow. She All is right. perfect. I'm, I'm going down the YouTube up. rabbit hole tonight, baby. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's up on YouTube because uh, when it was released, when it, whenever they had the concert, they uh, there were fan videos of it all over the place, but yeah, it's, it's very good. She like her voice is perfect for that. <laughs> find uh, I, I, find, I, I, find Papa spice at your local hot topic, uh, New Jersey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wearing a uh, Jack beanie. <laughs> <laughs> this is also like another one of those movies that you can make an argument that it could be a Halloween movie too, mm. and not just a Christmas movie. So I've seen people like, uh, like legit arguments of whether or not this is more of a Halloween or more of a Christmas. Who gives a shit? The, you question, watch it the answer it's is a great movie. obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Watching the goddamn Easter. If you want the, the answer. is <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 <laughs> All right. And uh, my number two is I've spoken about it a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. Just a movie that I find hilarious and I watch every year. Um, Christmas Vacation. Eternals. No, <laughs> Christmas Vacation. <clears throat> um, 
Chevy Chase, great. I mean, everybody in this cast is phenomenal. Um, you know, everybody has seen this movie. I don't need to talk about the, the plot, but basically Chevy Chase and his family are bringing all their family in for the holidays and even people they didn't expect to come like uh, Cousin Eddie show up. Um, it's just a movie that there's so many little scenes in this movie that are fantastic. Uh, the one thing that always cracks me up is when the aunt they ask her to say grace and she's like, grace has been dead for 30 grace. years. <laughs> and she starts to say the uh, national anthem instead of grace. It's so good. Uh, I mean, there's just, it, I could, you know, I could talk about the movie all day. We've all seen it. It's fantastic. It's one of those perennials that I think most people watch at this season. And that's another one. Like you think about it, that movie is really old to the point where um, Galecki is like, 12 or 13 years old in this movie and now yeah, he's yeah. a grown grown man and just fantastic just a really really good movie um i love it and every time it's on or i put it on you know i'm i'm there for the entire time i'm watching the entire thing because it's also broken up into little sections which is nice because you don't there, there's always something new happening which is great love it um that's my number two Every chase is still um hawking that movie and trying to make money off it. He's doing he literally does a fucking tour um with that where they do a preview of the movie and then he like talks to people um in like in arenas. He 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 came to fucking Binghamton. He came to he came to my town. Binghamton, there's nothing here. Uh, there's he money to be here. had, my friend. To hog National Lampoon's Christmas. You got a you got a hot topic. Greg will be there tomorrow. Yeah, we got we got, a, we got one. We got one of those. Uh, there's a whole lot of jack for him. I'm I'm gonna drop a hot take. I think this movie is like is, and I understand. I appreciate the love. I think this movie is is. I'm tired of it. Like, like, <laughs> wow. spicy here. I, I don't we might have I, to cancel I, like, this upcoming uh this upcoming podcast we have going on. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know why. Like I, I kind of like, to I, enemies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife thinks it's nuts. She's always like, Why don't you like this movie? I'm like, I just I used to, and for some reason, like at one point I'd stop. And like I, I've actually like Brian, I've seen like I've met Chevy Chase in a small town before because he came to my college once and like for some film festival. He's a prick. Maybe that's why, like, it, 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 like it may be like now. I just hate everything Chevy Chase, um, but I just I don't know. I, all the rumors, I, I, so. I like it was on the other day. Like, well, it's on all the time around Christmas because you know it's it's one of the most popular Christmas movies. I'm like watching. I like wasn't wasn't laughing. I think there was like one line I laughed at, but I I I I, under, I respect that people love it. I just for like I just for some reason I don't think it's entertaining anymore. I laugh I at the know. turkey. that's like i that's like that's like the only part that i actually like laugh at anymore like i the rest of it is just like i'm just i'm just like i I, i've seen it so many times and it just i i think i'm with you like he's oh man he's like tainted now Yeah, yeah i i get that i mean there's so many people have said he's just a piece of shit in real life and i mean I can kind of, you know, there's a lot of people who suck that are, you know, famous people who've been in movies. I kind of can yeah. disassociate that. 
But yeah, if you've met him in person and he's a dick to you, that's kind of hard. Like Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> one of my all-time heroes when I was a kid, I met him. He was a piece of garbage. So I was like, fuck yeah. this guy. So I get it. Oh, I understand. Fuck that. the Hulk. Yeah, fuck, fuck the Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> the Hulk. Fuck him. Hey, hey, don't make him angry. Don't make him angry. <laughs> he was, uh, that's a story for another time. But yeah, he was a real prick. So I can understand yeah. why, why you would be put off of things that he's in. I get it. Yeah. There is one line though that I never I was on TV like the, uh like Sunday night and I I did I never picked it up before but when Eddie and Clark are in the store and something Eddie said something about like an oil spill and he's like oh yeah he's like you guys involved in that oil spill overseas and I don't know why it's so funny because it's like he worked for a food preservative company and uh, Clark's <laughs> just like nah nah that wasn't us like we we kind of kept our <laughs> our uh, our hands out of that and I'm like I don't know why I just thought that was like really funny and that's like what I laugh at now. I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's turn it off. <laughs> all the cousin Eddie stuff, really, it still works for me. Um, yeah. Again, Clark, he's like, yeah, you're surprised to see us, Eddie. If I woke up with my head <laughs> stapled to the carpet, I couldn't be more surprised. I just, uh, there's a lot of the stuff that he does. And again, I know he's gone off the rails in recent years too. Um, that uh, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lunatic. But in that movie, he's just uh, so funny. And, and the neighbors, the the jerky neighbors. Joey Dreyfus. Yeah. Some of my favorite lines come from them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, it's one of those movies that every time it makes me laugh, but I can totally understand why people don't like it. It's, you know, to each their own. I get it. Well, yeah. it, make, it makes a lot of sense with the Randy Quaid part because he was one of our fighter pilots who took on <laughs> yeah. the aliens in that is very true. Let us not forget. Um, so yeah. it makes a lot of sense that he would have, you know, those kind of troubles now. Day that will go down in infinite. That dude, that dude's just so happy that National Lampoon and Roland Emmerich existed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, am I up? Yes, sir. I think so. All right. Number one was brought up earlier. Um, and Greg know Greg knows where this is going. Harry knows where Sorry, this is Greg. going. Sorry, you know Greg. That the, the shit eating grin's gonna continue. It's die hard. <laughs> is yeah. the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Um, and, and not just personal opinion, it's just it's a it's a fact. It's the greatest wow. Christmas movie of all time. Right. Um, even though it came out in guy. July, who who gives a shit? It's a Christmas <laughs> movie, it ends with a Christmas song. If it wasn't for Christmas, that movie wouldn't even take place because he was back home for Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. I don't care what anyone wants to say. It sounds like you've been having this argument for a while. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> oh, so long. Every year I find a new argument. I mean, there's literally a guy with a, a Santa hat on. It says, ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. Yeah. Like, what more Like, could you want out of Christmas than that? Um. Yeah. I agree. We all know Die Hard. Everyone, like we said, like like I, I Ed has seen every, everyone has seen Die Hard, except like my wife and maybe ten other people. Um, it, it's it's honestly a classic. Um, my wife. It has what? Oh, <laughs> really? They can watch it together. Um, yeah, we'll get them together. Yeah. Say it's the Muppet it has, Christmas Carol, and we'll surprise. I mean, yeah, them. I'm sure they'll love <laughs> yeah. that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, might work. Um. Uh, it has probably the top one of the top five movie villains of all time in Hans Gruber. Um, you know, it, it, it definitely, as I said, Do I sense a little bias. <laughs> the, I'm Hans, he's Hans. So oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's that it's that Philadelphia accent that separates it. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I, I, I mean, it's a, it's a very violent movie. I can see where people don't consider they want to make an action movie. They would, they're like, well, it's, a, it's too violent for it to be Christmas. Like, nah, like we talked about Krampus earlier. That's legit yeah. people dying in that. Uh, like, no, 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 they do not die. They just get captured, oh, right. put in a bag and go sent to a ghostly hell dimension inside of a bag inside of a snow globe. Oh, that's better. people. People well, do die in Anna, in, the, in Anna and the Apocalypse. People do die, and there are zombies. Okay. So, yeah. Uh-huh. And I could see where people are like, no, well, I mean, Die Hard's not going to be the first thing you think of on Christmas, but you can't say it's not a Christmas movie. Um, I mean, the Nerdist puts an article up every year making an argument for it, and I and I agree. Did you write the article, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by, by hands. <laughs> it's, it's, Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas movie. I'm going to publish it every day until Saturday. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it's, I, 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 I will argue this till the day I die. It's such a, it's not take Christmas out of it. It's still like an amazing movie. Um, yeah. but uh, we're, if we're going to go, you know, we're going to argue for Christmas movies, just look at the facts. It's a Christmas and even die hard too. Die hard too is a Christmas facts. movie. Uh, I'll agree with yeah. you. I'll, I'll, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Who cares if it came out in July? I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but that that's my thought on. I, I, I again, you you want to start a diehard podcast and whether or not it's Chris movie, I'll I, I'll somehow make it like a goddamn Easter movie. I'll, I'll make an argument for it. <laughs> Valentine's Day, Easter, Valentine's Day, all of it, New Year's, all the holidays. Queen, evil die tonight. Yeah, Mother's Day. Oh. But yeah, that's my number one, Die Hard. Um, it's a Christmas movie. End of story. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to argue with you here. So Nobody's arguing. Nobody's arguing. But is it a Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> Greg, 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 is this a Christmas movie? I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I will let you have your moment. Oh wow! 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 So dissension in the ranks. This is here. this is not the first argument me and Greg have had in regards to that. Doesn't even happen around Christmas time. It'll happen whenever. It happens in July when the movie was released. Valentine's Day, Halloween, <laughs> my birthday, <laughs> Arbor Day. Yeah. So my 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 number one was mentioned earlier by. By by hands, and I'm 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 sorry that you 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 have nightmares from this movie, but oh, is a Christmas Carol is my favorite version of that that story, um, and it's my favorite Christmas movie. I just had a Jim Carrey Christmas weekend. I watched that, nice. and then The Grinch back pretty much back to back. I watched. Christmas Carol while I was making <laughs> gifts and then the Grinch. And I, I, I like, I've seen a Christmas Carol at least three times, but I, I forgot how much I like it, but I also forgot how dark it is, but I really like how dark it is because it makes those moments of, well, it makes one, the moments of levity hit a lot harder. And it also makes those emotional beats that people have taken for granted because they know the story hit a lot harder. And I, I thought um, it, it also makes 
Scrooge's possible fate a lot more of a thing. Like it, it, it's like we've gotten so used to the story and the way it plays out and so many different versions from like literally Mickey's to Christmas Carol to the Muppets to Christmas Carol to, and, and again, I love the Muppets. It's in my top three, but it's just the way they play it in this, that it's just like, it's like everything's So a matter of fact, like they're goofy as hell with certain things, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, this is death we're talking about, by the way. Just to remind you, this is death. This is this is death. He's 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 going to die. And when he dies, he's going to end up one of these miserable ghosts. And the fact that, again, they go so dark as to not even just show you Marley's ghost. Like when Marley leaves, he looks out the window and he literally sees hundreds of ghosts outside of his window, all chained to some sort of like money and monetary. And they're being tortured. Like I was, re- I rewound it like three times this time because I'm watching it and I'm like, yo, oh, this man. is some weird, messed up stuff. Like there was a dude stuck inside the padlock, and the keys that were that were in the lot were spanking, were like beating him in the head. There was one where like a guy was floating by, and like the coins were hitting him like a freaking symbol. And I'm like, yo, that's horrible torture. Like, like, like I'm literally looking around like this is, that's hard. Like, I, I. Like and so it 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 put that whole thing into perspective and like you it everything that's normally played for just you know it's part of the story be is a lot has a lot more impact and weight with this version and I don't and that's not even getting into Jim Carrey's performance and 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 and, and holy crap Jim Carrey's performance I mean as I we we know Tom Hanks did his thing in in the Polar Express but. Jim Carrey doing those three ghosts was just f- phenomenal. I mean, yes, one of them doesn't really talk, but it was just phenomenal. And the rest of the cast was just just amazing. Like I just Gary Oldman as as, as Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim. I it just it was just so good. It's just so good. Like if you haven't seen it, you really need to. Like to me, that's like the definitive version of that story at this point like it, it it's come down to it for that and my other third favorite out of those three because i mentioned it it's scrooged so like scrooge is awesome i but this is it's become my definitive version like i love how it even starts with the book opening up and like you the first three lines like the first couple of lines are right there on the page and the line and then it zooms in to a like a drawn picture of Marley's dead body. And then that turns into the CG. Ver- and I was like, yeah, like they're being serious. Like, no, you're, you're watching the book. This is what you are doing right now. Enjoy it. And I, I do every year from, for the last couple of years now, that, that's my number one. And that's why it's my number one. Um, yeah. We're going to have a difference of opinion on this one. I, I only saw it maybe, maybe twice. I think only once really just didn't care for it. It was too, I see what you're saying. I, I get it. Just not my cup of tea. Um, just didn't care for it. I thought it was, again, it is very dark. The, the, the reason, and you know, again, it's one of those things where the art aside, the art was great. And, and the special effects and stuff, it was just, in my opinion, just too dark. I like other versions of that movie. To varying degrees, I don't think it's you know my favorite 
uh, story by any means, but I've liked other versions. The George C. Scott one is the one that I prefer the most. Um, and Scrooge is also, it's a different version of it, but it's a very good version. Um, this one just, <clears throat> I, I think, uh, Han said it, it just creeped me out. I didn't care for it. Um, it, it, again, it's just an opinion, but, uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And I think that that's, uh, you know, if that's your favorite one, then absolutely keep watching it. I just, I thought it was just too much. And the uncanny Valley on that one, although it comes out later than, Polar Express, I feel like it didn't sync up as well. It was a little, I don't know, it was like disturbing to look at for me. That's just me. I, I think it's because they like really tried to put the faces of some of the actors in these characters. Like if you look at Cratchit, you see Gary Oldman. If you look yeah. at Jim, if you look at uh Scrooge, you can see Jim Carrey. Like it like it's 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 it it. It it, it it weirded me out. Like I kept looking at it in, especially in this most recent viewing and I kept going, that's weird. Like, it's like, cause I'm seeing like, I'm, I'm literally seeing Gary Oldman on this very short version of a, well, very short person. And I'm like, yeah. this is just so weird. It's just, but yeah, and it, it was cutting edge at the time. I mean, you know, can't take anything away from that. They were doing something that was really, I mean, it was tried before, but that was as far as the uh, animation and stuff had come since then. So, you know, I can't take anything away from it. Uh, again, like you saw it and said, oh, that looks weird and liked it. And I saw it and said, wow, that looks weird. And I didn't like it. That's the only difference. Yeah. But I, I said it took some years, but I, I, it's just, it stuck with me. I just, just, I like that version of the story. I, it, I, I equate it to, to, to the whole situation with Disney and Disney versions of, of, of classic, uh, stories it's like people are like yeah i love snow white i was like do you do you really <laughs> like i i like, like oh i love sleeping booty really the the original or the, the disney version because like you know i mean and then if you show them the original version they're like oh my god oh yeah all that it's like it's it's, it's it's like oh my gosh it's like yeah no but yeah I, I i and i think that was part of the point he he was trying to scare the shit out of people and, and again, it's a ghost story, so I get that. I mean, yeah, I he was really, and he was time. really trying to scare the shit out of people. Like, really, he was. I'm trying to scare you into being a better person. <laughs> so, fun fact: I just looked up the cast. Someone has my last name in the cast of Christmas Carol, so oh, it just yeah. got bumped up at least to maybe number three. Uh oh. Uh oh. Number three. That's it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of ghost stories, can we get back to that Christmas tradition of telling ghost stories? Yeah, that's not like, that's not a thing anymore. That's like a like an old thing that they used to do, and we don't do that anymore. They even had it in a I song. Want that. Yeah. That was also uh, there. I one of my movies is a Christmas horror story. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. I, that that was a good one too. I like that as well. That so, was. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong one. That was the one that was like a, um, an anthology. Four different stories, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. We that need good. more Christmas ghost stories. We need. We do. We need them. Let's get back to that, guys. Come on. I'm right. into it. I'm putting it on you guys. <laughs> you got to make this happen. <laughs> I'll write it. Scared the crap right, out cool. of your kids. Like, guys. Just, get mean, little, I know your kids are killer elves. There you go. <laughs> killer elves. You know. I mean, Elf on the Shelf, it I'll writes itself. 
Yeah. <laughs> how have they not made see that what a you horror did there. movie yet? How, how wow. have they not made that a horror movie yet? Facts. That's like Chucky for Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. I, I cannot stand Easy. sidebar. I cannot stand Elf on a Shelf, and there will never be one of those in my home. Good. Yeah, I applaud you well. for that, sir. Yeah. All right. Uh, on that, I we honestly don't have enough places to put it, so we put it in the same place, like maybe like a different place, like every third day. He just sits on a different shelf and... <laughs> Yeah, I I put it in the same place too. I put it in the trash can, <laughs> and there it stays. He yes. left he left it on the shelf at the store and never brought it home. <laughs> yeah, on the shelf at the store. And every night, like my wife's like, "Did you move it?" I'm like, "God damn it, he just stay there. It's fine." Maybe he's a lazy elf. He don't want to move. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you get go. off his back. Yeah, yeah, the, elf, the elf is afraid of heights. He's not trying to get off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave me alone. All right. Um, that takes us to Harry. What is your number one? Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna turn it to hands if hands can. Uh, now, I for the folks at home, we do a lot of prep. Um, over at uh, Papa Spice's Hot Takes, and we try to, you know, and you guys, you guys do a lot of prep too. But for this one, me and Greg didn't share our list, and we've shared two movies. I specifically left Die Hard off my list because I knew Hanratty would have it on his list. <laughs> and I wonder if he did the same thing with me. Hanratty, what's my number one movie? I have no idea. I thought I didn't know. I thought it was going to be Die Hard. It is not. It is not. Who's, what other who's movie? In it? Who's in it? I's not going to tell you who's Actors. in it. No way. Dude, there's like there's like a literally like like fucking 200 Christmas movies I can pick up right now. I would say I would say you would like to have a drink with this movie. What? Okay. No. Can I'll I have a guess? Ahead. Yeah, yeah, of course. Is it is it Kiss is, Kiss is Bang? Like, bang? No, that would have been artsy Ooh. Harry though. That was a great call. Yeah. I was thinking about. Is it the Hangover Three or some shit? What is <laughs> not? I'll just go ahead. I'll save the suspense for the audience. They've been dying to know what my number one movie is. I do. Is. Sure. And it's it's Jingle All the Way in the nineteen ninety six. Classic. Classic. Um. So again, like for me, this list, this list with like Nightmare on Nightmare Before Christmas, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Jingle All the Way. They're just classic Harry kid movies. Um, you know, this came out when I was eight years old, probably saw, you know, got went to Blockbuster, picked it up. Um, and it's just what I enjoy so much about this movie is just it, it reminds me a little bit of just what I mean, obviously, I'm not a parent, so I'm sure some of you guys can relate and some of the audience can relate where it's like your kid needs that toy and or that object or that thing. And it's how am I going to get that thing? You know, I, I look at it last last Christmas. My wife surprised me with a nice PS5 and that was lovely. Um, and it took my breath away as, as the uh, as the song goes. Um, and I think about what my dad, my dad, when I was a kid and how I wanted a Power Ranger and he couldn't for the life of him find it. I think he went to like many different stores and finally found it and like gave it to me. And I probably played with it for like a while and then just like let it go. Um, but he probably suffered all Christmas long going through stores and shelves to try and find it. So for those of you who don't aren't familiar with Jingle All the Way, it's basically a father vows to get his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. And um, ever they're sold out everywhere. It's Turtle Man. To get. Yeah. And he <laughs> and he must travel all over town uh, and compete with everyone else in order to find it. So one of the things that sticks out for this movie for me is Sinbad. Yep. Um, not really, not really in the, in the lexicon these days. Um, but, uh, you know, 
his comedy in the movie and i did read somewhere that it like he pretty much improvised a lot of his lines and and it pays off in this um he's absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. um you know getting older and then realizing like what phil hartman was doing with arnold's wife in the movie it stars arnold schwarzenegger i don't even know if i mentioned that point yet um who can't you know who's just great it's a it's it's almost like a classic 90s movie if you could like take the 90s and put him into like a machine and be it would just pop out all this stuff so phil hartman hitting on arnold's wife uh throughout the movie as arnold goes to try and find this toy and he's talking to phil it's just classic phil hartman um jim belushi the whole santa warehouse scene um it's just kind of a classic like hey let's go back i got i got some turbo men you know and then they go back there and they see all the other santas that are that are out and uh they're f- chaos arnold fights the big show yeah the arnold, <laughs> arnold fights the big show yeah that's true um and just you know the the ending and how it listen if you had to be like what's the best christmas movies i don't think this one would appear on my list but as far as christmas movies for me and like what i would like stop and be like oh Jingle All the Way is on. Um, this is a classic for me. You know, it was on. I, pl- I probably played it too much when I was a kid, but that, that's that's my number one for me. Awesome. If you, Harry, if you don't mind me, when's the last time you watched that movie? Ooh, probably. I would probably. I would probably say maybe a couple years. Maybe like one or oh, two. Right. So not at your house, like that uh, at your parents' house. No. No. Tuesdays well, with Arnie. Yeah. Tuesdays with yeah. Arnie. No. The I last time not, I watched uh, Jingle All the Way, I I I think I might have blacked out. And yeah, well, in, in, it's in Harry's room. <laughs> it's streaming. It's streaming on Hulu now, so you can have that experience yeah. without there blacking out. Now. For for the for <laughs> the Geek Speak audience and uh, for for our our, our co for our hosts here, uh, Tuesdays with Arnie was a drinking game that we started where we watch Arnold Schwarzenegger movies every Tuesday. Every Tuesday because we were working at movie theater, so time and nine to five jobs were irrelevant to us. Um, and we would stay up at night and we would watch Arnold movies and create drinking games around them. And so good. that's why, that's why Chris was blacked out. So as we like to call it another Tuesday for, for hands, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we call it. No, I think like we made the rule, like every time they say turbo man. So like 10 oh, minutes in, man, Ooh, 10 minutes in, you're like, rough. you're gone. Yeah. yeah. Harris, so, this is uh, really, this is really eerie because I almost had that as my honorable mention. Like, alone oh. etched it out this close, but me too. I, I can't believe that that was your pick. Listen, we're covering all bases same tone? here. Yeah, same. Like, jingle also, all the way. Uh, almost uh, made it onto my list. So, oh. <laughs> it's also Sinbad's second best movie, but uh, behind Shazam. For no, no. All right, Mandela effect. Come on. No, it's the second one behind the other. Uh, the the movie with the kid with the White House. What was that movie? First kid. First kid. First kid. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> was it? Oh, was it? All right. Yeah. Until Christmas movie. <laughs> Can't wait for you guys to have us on again to do our top uh, three political movies, and I put first kid on there. Top three say, number one. Top three Sinbad movies. There are only three Sinbad movies. <laughs> I think we hit them all here. Sinbad. Oops, wrong Sinbad. <laughs> all right. Like War. Good, good pick there, Hair. Um, Tone, you are up next, sir. All right. My number one was already mentioned by Brian. It is Krampus. Oh, see, I almost put it on my list as well, but I knew one of you guys was going to have it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I got to have horror in my Christmas movies because I really don't care about Christmas movies for the most part. Yeah. Um. I love horror movies, and that was the perfect 
mix of both of those things. Uh, everything Brian said earlier about all the stuff, but like the set design in this was so good also. Like when the snow, the blizzard comes in and the entire town is covered in snow and how you see everything. And it looks like it's in a snow globe. And then you realize why it looks like it's in a snow globe because they kind of are yeah. with everything. Uh, so good. The scenes where the, the elves are outside of the house and they're all looking and then like you see them moving closer. So good. All the creatures in this movie. I love it. I hope he makes a sequel to this. I know he's working on a sequel to Trick or Treat. So there's a Trick or Treat 2 coming out. I would love to see a sequel of this because you could just keep on following other families and seeing how they deal with having to deal with the Krampus. And he, the Krampus himself was, like Brian said, completely unnerving. So cool looking, (laughs) horrifying. But then like with that one scene where the tongue comes out through the mouth. Oh, I love it. The gingerbread men, because we didn't talk about that. Those fucking little fuckers <laughs> so good uh but yeah i love that movie and i i that's one movie i watch every year without fail so that's yeah, my number. we just actually watched it the other day um the, the the one thing that's like it's like a low-key thing in there but when they keep looking out the window and you can't tell if those are real snowmen mm-hmm. they're creepy as hell um yeah that's a great pick i love that movie again i was going to put it on my list but i didn't because i knew one of you guys well both you guys like i had it on your list um yeah great pick and again i can't can't say enough about hoping to to see more of this world from him so yeah awesome pick all right greg you're up all right well my number one has been mentioned already and that was by you ed uh, my number one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation from 1989. Nice. I absolutely love this movie. And before any other Christmas movie became a tradition for me, this was the one where I had to watch it every year. Just so, so very funny. And, you know, I'm similar. I understand Chevy Chase is somewhat of a dick from the millions of people that have said that. But, uh, um, you know, I'm able to disassociate him from this beautiful work of art that he uh helped create uh just absolutely funny and uh (laughs) i don't know why but you know you mentioned um uh bethany saying grace uh my favorite line in that movie is (laughs) when she asked clark is rusty still in the navy (laughs) rusty clark's 12 year old son (laughs) uh just her interactions with uh lewis and his toupee and all that they boxed up the cat and they're giving it yeah. to Clark. I mean, it's just fantastic. Uh, the Randy Quaid stuff is, yeah, it, it might not hit as hard as it used to in terms of being funny. Um, but especially given the, the lunatic that he's become, but, um, it's still, you know, brings some comedy, even the simple stuff, like when they're, uh, drinking eggnog and he's got the, uh, mock turtleneck underneath and you can see <laughs> yeah. it through his shirt. everything he touches disintegrates um i mean it's just a super super funny movie super quotable uh again you know at the the core of it there's a a story about uh just the importance of being with family during the holidays even if uh they're not necessarily people you get along with um lots it's like you said it's broken out into chunks and it's just 
segment after segment after segment of being funny. Um, and there's honestly, I don't think I've ever been bored of watching that movie, even though it's something I've revisit year after year. So yeah. that's my number one pick. <laughs> the one thing that just popped in my head was when after they get the tree and it like just pops out when he cuts the cuts the cord. A lot of sap. Uh-huh. A lot of sap. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. And then later on he's going through the, the magazine, magazine pages are sticking. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot oh, of physical and- comedy. You you mentioned the neighbors. Uh, yeah, Julia Louis Dreyfus is a uh, uh, Margot and and her uh, fiance Todd. Where it's like, why is the carpet wet? I don't know, Margot. Why is the carpet wet, Todd? I don't know, Margot. Yeah, great. They are <laughs> absolutely older. classic. Greg, I need I need absolute proof in an argument that this is actually a Christmas movie. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. All right. Get out of here. (laughs) All right. So that is Greg's number one. And I totally endorse that pick. Great job. Even though other people on the podcast here don't like it, but that's okay. Everybody's entitled (laughs) to their opinions, right? How fitting that Greg. They can go die hard. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Coming back. Wow. How fitting that Greg would have that as number one. Yeah. And Hans would have Die Hard as his number one, and they po- polar opposite mm-hmm. on the on the thoughts on the movies. <laughs> I know one's a Christmas movie and one's not. Oh shit! I, well, see, I can't get in the middle of this. Ed's <laughs> can't like no. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> um, and my number one. Uh, mm-hmm. We're finally down to me. Um, this is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. Uh, it's not anything crazy or off the grid it's white christmas uh it's a movie i watch every year uh, i grew up with bing crosby i loved the movie unconditionally i know it's old and a lot of people don't like watching older movies but it, in my opinion it moves really quickly the jokes in it are really funny the heart in it is really really well done and danny k is a comedic genius he is fantastic in this movie the way his voice just like cracks all the time in it really really cracks me up um both of the female leads really good the the music uh and the dance numbers in it are fantastic that's back when almost every movie had a dance number in it um really really choreographed well i've seen both versions the black and white version and the colored version i own the colored version but i don't own the black and white version um and Bing Crosby's version of White Christmas is fantastic, but the absolute favorite part of that movie is when they're on the train and they're singing snow together. I don't, I love it. It's just something that like it's on my heart gets warm and I just love that scene in that movie. Um, it's one that, you know, at the heart of the movie, it's about how these two guys and these two women eventually meet up, but it's really about, <clears throat> trying to help their old sergeant who was in the war with them, who's kind of fallen on hard times. And they, you can never leave a, uh, I'm not in the military or anything like that, but I have a lot of, uh, a lot of respect for people who are, especially at that time. Um, And the fact that they will not allow this person they had such respect for fall on hard times without helping them. And I just love it. I love the story and I love the message and it's just one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, all-time favorite movies ever but definitely number one christmas solid solid pick 
Wow, what a what a what a nice one to end on. Wow. See, I have a list. You have a heart, Ed. (laughs) Wow. I'm so happy that we went through all these Christmas movies and not one person mentioned one of those shitty Santa Claus movies. (laughs) I've never watched any of those movies. Never once. That's it's yeah. uh, I think I've only seen the first one. We, I haven't seen if we had if we had more honorable mentions, it would have been one of mine. Uh, Tim Allen's a dude that I don't really care for. I don't know. I honestly thought you were gonna say Tim Allen's a douche, and I was like, yeah. No, I've never heard about <laughs> being a dick, but I, he's just a guy I like, even his movies, his TV show. Yeah, never thought any of it was funny. Um, again, these movies might be good. I don't know. I've never watched them, but uh, it's it's not really my jam. But looks like Harry had he, he likes them, so they almost made it on his honorable mentions. Well, the first one, the after yeah. that, it gets a little uh, sequelish that uh, isn't in a good way. But the first one had a little bit of a heart. Another '90s, put it in the machine, and that's what pops out. Tim Allen, mm-hmm. you know, home improvement success, and it's it has its moments, but it it's not a it didn't make it would have made my wife's list for sure. I mean, we could do an episode just on shitty Christmas movies because there's a ton of them, but uh, <laughs> we won't. I'm assuming. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But yeah, um, that who was, knows? Uh, Maybe next year we don't got to cover year. our top we good ones to. again. So I'll tell you the yeah. uh, the one movie I'm surprised didn't make anybody's list, and it was close for mine was Gremlins. Love that movie. That was close I was going for to mine put it also. On I, I it was up there. It was actually like between two or three for honorable mentions. And I was just like, ah, I mean, it don't get me wrong. I really love the movie, but it's just uh, a couple things beat it out. That's all. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I really want to just shine light on Anna, the, Anna and the apocalypse. Cause I feel like a lot of people haven't seen that movie. So yeah, it's I definitely definitely I've heard of it. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe this week. Uh, there's a couple more days left. Might have a couple to get more on days till Christmas. So a couple more days. Yeah. Is it good for, is it good for, will a two, two and a half year old enjoy it? <laughs> do they like Herbert zombies mayhem, sure. <laughs> do they like music i mean that's a yes who doesn't yeah i mean he likes plays in the zombies, monster right? machines if that counts yeah <laughs> love zombies right yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure just tell him that's in a shared universe with blaze and the monster machines and he'll be in just there you there go, go. <laughs> he'll love it <laughs> All right. Well, that is our list. Um, thank you guys again for coming on. Really appreciate it. And uh, let pleasure. everybody know where you can be found. Yeah. So uh, on Facebook, you can find us uh, under just my name, Greg Rice, uh, Twitter at PS Live Spicy or at Gregor Mortis and Instagram at Gregor Mortis. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Brian, thank you so much for being on as well. I know you are. Uh, you were a little upset that I didn't announce you, but thank you. You are one of the greatest co-hosts I've ever did a show with ever. I, I just, I, I just said that you're not even going to say nothing to tone saying that we don't exist, but that's all right. I see how you are. Well, so I was getting to him right. in a no, second. No, just right. throwing it's my it fault. I know it's my fault. It's my no, fault. It's not your fault. Nothing's ever your fault. It's all my fault. Except for when other people bring up the Eternals. Yes. That's all <laughs> your fault all the time. You guys. Um, oh yeah. But yeah. And same thing with uh, Tone. Thank you for being on the show. As oh, always, thank you. One of thanks, my absolute acknowledging me this time, Ed. You're absolutely welcome. Don't <laughs> don't expect it every time, but you're welcome for this one. Hey, and on behalf of the uh, Hot Takes crew, we just want to say thank you so much for uh, not only coming on our show but having us on yours. 
uh, we've really enjoyed the time here. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there, would, there would be no Geek Speak last week without you, Greg. Um, you helped me. You, you gave me so much information that was dumbed down to the <laughs> utmost detail because I'm a simpleton and I would have not been able to do this on my own. Um, can't say thank you enough for that. You helped me out and these guys wanted to partake and I thank them so much. And again, Hans and Harry, thank you guys so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. We had a blast on your show and I hope you did as well on ours. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was fun. Awesome. Um, so you can reach us at uh, gslwpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our amazing <clears throat> Facebook page at Geek Speak Last Week. That's two words. Geek Speak Last Week. Awesome. Or you can find us on Instagram at Geek Speak Last Week. All one word. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again for listening. And we will see you next week to talk about last week. Merry Christmas, everybody. And Merry Christmas. And a Happy Merry New Year. Christmas. Christmas. Not Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And to all a good night. <laughs> <laughs>